To the stripped down, know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're easy to find or give you the slip from keeping it real to flip, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He holds it down when I'm not around. It's my co host, Evan. Did he get through the night? Did the room start to spin? Did the walls go upside down? It's my co host, Saker. Ooh, upside down, a much better bare naked lady song. <laughs> Oh, God, I completely forgot about Upside Down until you just said it. Ah, uh, that's, yeah, perhaps. That's a great song. Aside from Some Fantastic, my favorite Brennan Good Lady song. I love it when we're not over Zoom and we can coordinate our beatboxing, our yeah. little scat enjoyment. Um, yeah, man, oh, Upside Down. They should stop. They should ban themselves from using words they've already used in other songs. Oh, that's Good a good Lady one. Songs. That's a good one. What about an album? That's not bad. An album where you progressively lose words over the album. That's kind of a like fun Aphasia of the album. That's, <laughs> Aging the album. That's really fun. And the final song is just music. Oh, you can't use, a, you can't use the same chord structure or um, key oh or tempo. Oh, my God. Okay. Can you do modulate it by one? Can I do BPM of 129, BPM of 128? No, I think you have to do like like four, four times, six, eight time. Oh, time signature, time not signature. tempo. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, Sorry. okay. Oh, my God. Okay. But I mean, let's be real. Six, eight time is just three, four time dressed up in a different suit. Am I right? That's not what Ed had to say, but we'll talk about all right, it. All right, all right. What's your favorite 5 4 song? No, it's in that's in four four time. No one knows. Whatever, I don't know. Um theme from Halloween. Great theme. Uh, was that your favorite Fortnite skin from last year, Michael Myers? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> got that Fortnite skin, got my juice pistols. Who do you wish were in Fortnite? If you could, this is a question mm. from our friend Matthias. Okay. He says, if you could put one of the Bannikin boys in Fortnite, who would you put ooh, in there? Ooh. Man, probably Tyler. I think Tyler would have the most fun in Fortnite. You think so? Yeah, I bet he plays Fortnite with his kids. It would just be, it would seem like a generic so skin. So, you put Jim in Fortnite. He doesn't know what's going on. Okay. Like, he, like, he like, just like walks around with his hands out. Like, like he's like, you feel like he's losing his balance. Like he's trying to like, he can't even get like the, the digital plane correct. So you think the skin informs the play yeah, style? Yeah. Of the... Okay, <laughs> so you, great. You see this like weird fucking Nosferatu looking motherfucker. Just like little ginger motherfucker, like creeping along this fucking alley with like one hand on the wall. <laughs> he's like trying. And then he just gets shot in the head. Okay. Uh, I feel like Kev would just like, wow oh, he'd be excited <laughs> he'd just, delighted he'd just be spinning just spinning, looking at all the stuff and then he gets shot in the head purple ed i don't know i don't feel like i don't feel like ed would play fortnite or that's the one that people would buy though nobody's gonna buy a tyler pack i think tyler would be the most fun because he'd be like all fucking down in the sewers there's sewers in fortnite right yeah, <laughs> like digging holes like sure all fucking season. greased up like fucking arnold schwarzenegger yeah. and predator well so if you're you can't get tyler on heat vision if you <laughs> it's <laughs> just his blood runs cold <laughs> uh if your skin informs the way yeah, yeah. you play fortnite he always makes he has like a special signature move because there's like the tea bag and stuff like that but he has like a special like call so you can hear it when he kills someone like, oh! <laughs> Like, uh, you can just hear that like oh fuck there's a tie in the match <laughs> oh he's recorded special voice and he just lines. comes right at you like he doesn't have a gun or anything he just 
You just Jesus. see him crawling, but his hitbox is really small. He's really low to the ground because he's on his ha- he's on his hands and knees. Okay. His natural okay. position so for he's speed. The first Fortnite character who has a different hitbox too. He's just they've recreated the game of Fortnite. It's like no, it's like uh, remember fucking back in the day, the ancient times of like Nintendo sixty four was it where they had like the James Bond Goldeneye? Oh, the odd job, odd job, yeah, right? Yeah, he's yeah. an odd job. So a lot of a lot of like fucking shitheads will play tyler sure yeah well that's i mean not to change this into the fortnite podcast but they tried to do away with that in fortnite where every skin is the exact same hurt hitbox and hurt box right oh. so that's why he went peter griffin who just came out <laughs> he's like a muscular big peter griffin instead of the because they didn't want to have to deal with the the sides of peter griffin what I if guess. they just uh, made him like invincible right there you like just, just shot right big, through him. You make the big Peter Griffin, like but you, you put armor on. People would be angry. <laughs> like, I shot him. I know I shot him. I shot him in his flank, and yet he comes to me. And yet he comes <laughs> to me. <laughs> Those are the words of Peter Griffin. Um, why would anyone not pick Goku, I guess, if, you're, if your character informs? Because you can just shoot people with your Kamehameha and then win the game, right? I suppose. But I mean, why would you pick a Tyler if you can pick Tyler's going to come up underneath you and just go, go crazy. Sure. Go ham. I do like that. So... I mean, yeah, who could beat Goku? I mean, the age-old debate of Goku versus Superman. God? Could God beat Goku? Could God beat a go- make a Goku so strong that God... <laughs> Even he couldn't beat, beat it in Fortnite. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, he's met King Kai, who is God, but you're saying the Christian God. Yeah, I'm saying the, Ju- the Judeo-Christian God. Judeo-Christian God. Okay. Does that mean... I always thought that meant he knew Judo. Yeah. The judo Christian God. I mean, that's the extra powerful God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Once he devoured his own son, that's what he sent Jesus to earth to learn oh, the, the, Saturn, way, the ways of martial arts. A Saturn-esque figure. Well, I mean, Jesus became part of God, right? Uranus, sorry. Yes. Uranus. 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 <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, he became part of God. And there's also a ghost too. I don't understand. Don't, if we're going to get into Christian theology. So my understanding is back in the day, like Mary was part of the Trinity, but, oh. the, but the Catholics, the Orthodox Church wasn't very happy about that. Sure, because she was a, a sex woman, worker. A sex woman. Okay. A, a sex woman. woman. <laughs> a sex woman. Well, she wasn't. It, it, ex- explicitly, Mary Magdalene was not a sex worker. Oh, okay. Or okay. A, sex, a sex woman because she had the divine right. consumption. Sure, yeah. Sure. Back in the day, you get the divine consumption. You were so I don't know. Dead. I'm just spouting half-remembered, uh, probably apocryphal Catholic uh-huh. lore. Is this a vampire from... movie that we're... Mmm. <laughs> mm, yummy. And being a Catholic vampire would suck. Why? It's just, I don't know. You just have so much more guilt. You have to know that God exists if you're a vampire. I don't think so. You're, you just have to know that he's a cruel God. You have to know that there's supernatural entities in the world. It doesn't sure. necessarily necessitate them all existing. How do you How do you have a supernatural entity without the big G himself? Hmm. Can God make something so supernatural? <laughs> that even he can't entity it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think you could have. Because, like, we just vampires could exist. We just don't understand how they work yet. Right? They, sure. don't, they don't have to be magic. They oh, could be so like you a, think, yeah, any, any sufficiently, what's the fucking quote? Any sufficiently advanced vampire appears <laughs> sorceress. Indistinguishable from magic. Yeah, I mean, like, it could be like a bloodborne something or, okay. you know, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great if COVID, instead of killing a bunch of people, turned us into vampires? Turned a bunch of people into like vampires? fucking daybreakers scenario? Yeah, we would all be vamps by now. Well, I mean, every, well, some people still haven't gotten COVID. Unreal. Actually, my mom hasn't gotten COVID. Mm-mm. Wow. Uh-oh. Do you know anybody who personally hasn't gotten it? I know people who got it for the first time recently with like this new wave. Sure. But good for know, them. Fuck, man. I've got it every single time. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Me too. How many times are you up to? I'm up to three. Yeah, me too. Yeah, three. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I haven't got this wave yet. I haven't got it this wave. Oh, I had it over I Thanksgiving. I know. Uh, I know. Me, <laughs> it makes me feel wildly irresponsible. 
saying I've got COVID three times, but it's not at this point. No. Back in the day, if you had COVID, people would be like, look at this guy, not masking up. Not... But now it's like, yeah. it's just something. Wait, how many times have you had the flu? Nobody counts anymore. I mean, I mask sometimes in like big settings, but most of the time I don't mask now. And I was like one of the last people. I remember going to the grocery store and like no one has a mask yep. on. And I'm like, Same. well, I guess I'm going to be on a mask for like next six months. And I did that. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck do? it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at this like, point, it's to protect this, them, not yeah. me. So who yeah. cares? Right. Sure. Absolutely. I had kids would not make fun of me at school, but they'd be like, Mr. Saker, why are you still wearing a mask? Can I be like, because COVID exists. Because I don't want you to see my mouth. <laughs> I hate it. I hate hearing <clears throat> myself speak, so I muffle it as much as there's several masks under this mask. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, this has got sufficiently upsetting, I guess. Yeah, you really section. brought that down, didn't you? We, well, I mean, <laughs> we went from Goku versus God straight into how To, v- to vampires, to Sure, COVID. sure, 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 sure. Uh, but how about we get into some... What if it's Grovid and every time you get it, you grow an inch? Do not turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Grovid. <laughs> um, this conversation feels like a fever dream. Evan, we all miss you. Wake up. Uh, Wake up. Uh, Wake up. Whoa. <laughs> this week's song is called Wake Up. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Hey. Waking up. Look around. Look what do you see? <laughs> You're in Fortnite. <laughs> oh, imagine waking up in Fortnite. Oh, I'd be terrified. I You're cower in a building. Do 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 their consciousnesses in Fortnite travel from game to game? Or are they a hundred different consciousnesses, a hundred different souls every time? So yeah, is this like is so you're saying is Fortnite like um Valhalla? Where like the same like if you play Peter Griffin, uh-huh. it's the same Peter Griffin, he just gets recycled to die again over yeah. and over again or are you yeah, saying that every every instance of peter griffin is a different like what is this well, i'm in i'm running i got a gun uh, oh I, I think there's a hundred different souls uh-huh. and those souls are trapped this is a form of like torture this is hell right because okay. they no matter what skin you put them in they're transferred from body to body Ooh. but they're just sentenced to die over and over so this and over is and like over. that uh fucking what was that hbo AI thing where they're raped into sentience. Oh, Westworld. Westworld, yeah. <laughs> AKA raped into sentience. I hated that. Like, show. My partner and I watched the first episode. We're like, no, this is not for us. <laughs> oh, no. I love that first season. Of course you did. Hey, you fucking sociopath. Slow down. We both, let's, let's be on, somebody on our Discord complimented us for hating Black Mirror so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy with that. Um, it was a good show. Oh, well. I'm sure it was fine. It fucking fell apart. Seasons two and three are so... Oh, see, because the Samurai one was the only one I was even half, like, interested in. Oh, but... so you did watch more of it. No, I knew about the Samurai season. I just haven't watched any of it. Samurai World. Samurai World. SW. Um, yeah, boy, oh, boy. Who's that guy who's in everything? He is the the Japanese-American actor at the moment. Maybe not, he's not even Japanese-American. Not American. Ken Watanabe, but I, no. I think I know exactly who you're talking new, about. New, I can see his, he's in the new Shogun that's coming out. He's in everything. Yeah. He's in, if, if you need a, a Japanese guy, he's your man. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, well. Lost the time. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Can that be right? <laughs> he was in Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he was you're in that. Ken Watanabe. No, well, he was also, <laughs> Ken Watanabe was also in that, but this guy was also like in it, too. I feel like he would have been like... 19 this guy no he's older than asians don't be agent man (laughs) that's why they call him agents (laughs) um okay i don't know no people say secret agent man and secret asian man but nobody says secret aging man (laughs) (laughs) 
He ages in secret. He ages in secret. Nobody can tell like, you. like come home from work and you're like, oh my god, did you go gray? <laughs> the next day you come home from work. Oh, what the fuck? Are you a baby? Are again? you bones? <laughs> he can go back and he's a secret aging man. There you go. Um, but only when no one's watching. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so wake up. <laughs> we touched it for one second. Yeah, we and just, then went right back to Fortnite. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the track by track for a second, right? Okay. Um, Jim basically defines this song as who takes care of the people who are taking care of the people. Yes. Right? Um, I would never have gotten that that's the overarching theme. No, I thought song. it was about his, like, partner. Yeah. I thought it was about him, like, being on tour and coming back and like uh anna cregan is his wife's name i think she's sure. she's very secretive yeah but uh like she has been taking care of the kids she's been holding everything down I thought it was megan it's <laughs> <laughs> a good name i thought it was shoshana shoshana hi i'm megan cregan <laughs> um yeah i i could i could definitely see that you hold it down when i'm not around yeah you put in full days that totally makes way more sense yeah, that's to what me. i thought it was when i was just reading the lyrics i don't i don't i try not to do the track by track until the last thing just oh. so i don't give myself any i don't oh, go in with any pre- i should probably do that yeah i do it first that's why i was so surprised you wanted to do the track by track first because well, it just it just stamps all the any sort of interpretation with the artist vision. But we've done it all at this point, so what does it matter? Because we're going to be talking, we're going to be painting with the brush of both ourselves and Jim at this. What point. does anything matter? Jim is asking the musical <laughs> question: Who watches the Watchmen? <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, I believe that's Owl Man. It's true. The Mister Mister Big, Man. whatever is the guy on Dr. Mars? Manhattan. Not, yes, yeah. Mars um, Man. Love that this is a song in six eight time. Yes. Fun. Yes. Fun to have a six eight song. Ted said, or not Ted. Ted. <laughs> Welcome to my Ed talk. Um, Ed said he liked six eight because it's like th- dressed up three four, and you can switch from six eight to three four. Yeah. You can flip. And he said it really loud like that. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I forgot. Okay. What? Well, so the difference between six eight is where the strong beat is, right? Three four time would be one two three one two three, and six eight would be one two three four five six one two three four five six. Sure. So you, I guess you could. It's pretty easy to to flip around. <laughs> Take a little sip. <laughs> it upset me that they put Ed on bass in this song. He wanted to be there. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Nobody can tell him no because he's Ed Robertson. He wanted to be there. Yeah, of course. He, he was did. really excited to be there. He he like went on about like, oh, I didn't feel like. I feel like I couldn't do anything on a guitar, but the bass, I can really fucking grind. And yet he's on guitar in, like, every fucking song they put him on guitar. This is, this is probably Jim's song, so it's, like, very musically dense and complex. Yeah. And yeah. So Ed just they're just like, okay, Ed, I guess you can play bass. <laughs> so and then just go, Jim, in like in the mix, Jim, the post, post uh, Jim just goes back and redoes all Ed's <laughs> bass lines. I don't know. It just feels like you have a... Uh, Jim is one of the... I'll put it out there. Jim's the best bassist the world has ever seen. Yes. So no argument here. The fact that they they can't, it's not like they can't go back and record a bass track with Jim after he's done singing this song. You don't have to do it live, right? I'm just amazed that they you have to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Who was that? Bill O'Reilly? Who's that guy? Okay. Never mind. Um, so like why why? Why why put Ed on bass? He's a mediocre bassist. It's fun. It's fine. It's fun. Okay. Fun Ed, for what? Fun Ed, for whom? Everyone. I mean, they seem to enjoy it. They all seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I guess. Do Ed's, I enjoy it? It's like, like, I really think, think I could add to the song. And Jim's like, yeah, you can, little guy. Okay. 
All right, cool. So that's all I had to do. You're such a big little guy on your bassist. Who's making those notes, those counter melodies? Who's keeping the rhythm, the soul of the band? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was just like, I, I could I could give a shit. I Ty could... called uh, 6-8 God's Tempo. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what was his reasoning behind uh, that? <laughs> he really likes 6-8. Jim said... He called it Goku's Tempo. <laughs> when, when I was writing it, I started to add too many words. When has that been a concern for the Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, man. Yeah, that's not really a thing. Yeah. No, it, it was insane that he said that. It made me upset that he was like, after, especially after Seeing the Tower... And I went to the mall and found a dog there. And I... On a sharp pencil. <laughs> yeah, like, talk about fucking adding. Somebody rein in. Like we've said previously, these are three different bands doing three <laughs> different things. They don't talk to each other. They don't look at each other. It's just fucking wild that no one calls foul on anybody else. Why would they? If you think it's going to make a better album by cutting words out that are unnecessary or by rewriting a section... What do you mean, why would they? I think they're just too, they're too comfortable with each other, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they, I, they, that's, the, that's the thing that comes from trust, yeah. is like, I mean, they trust each other musically, sure, so sure. they just kind of let it let it slide. But then again... Whereas guess, you should not trust Kev musically. <laughs> I, I am immediately taking back what I said, because they did tell Kev that he had to cut six verses out yes. of See This Hour. I want to make it 14 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ed says, uh, Ed gives an unbelievably sweet con- compliment about how fluid everyone else is with their instruments and how much that adds to his songs and how he wishes that he could do the same. And then Kev says, so do we, Ed. Which is very <laughs> face that he is the funny man of BML. And then Kev also says, like, uh, it's like a fairy tale. About the song. <laughs> how does that, what does he think a fairy tale Oh, I mean, it is, is kind of, th- it, Wake Up does have sort of like musically a very dreamy sensibility. Uh, right, like lo-fi beats to study too. Yes, let's let's talk generally about the the musicality of this. Like it's almost trip hop, sort of as the the intro. Trip hop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, I guess I could hear that. It's got that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that uh, offbeat uh, mm-hmm. little synth there. It is very cool, but I think the unfortunate part of the song is. When it opens, it is very weird and very cool and very lo-fi, which is one of my favorite genres. But then as it goes on, like, by the time we get to the resolution of the song, we are just at a song, right? Like, it's it, it no longer retains any of those weirdo sensibilities that it started with. I feel like by the end, it's just like, okay, we're listening to Jim sing a pop song or an adult contemporary song. That's fair. That's fair. I... I don't think I, it got me quite that to that level, but yeah, I can see I can see that. Yeah, 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 and I don't think it's bad. I think it's expected. I think we understand what the Bernicke ladies are up to at this point. We know their their little tricks, <laughs> their, their shit they pull. So, but it was nice to have that little weirdness at the beginning. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this is like a like this fifty for a while, and I think see the tower are my like standouts from this album. So far, I would agree with you. I think, yeah, yeah, not that again. Not that I think any of those songs... Oh, no, not See the Tower for me. Not that I think any of those songs are fantastic. None of them reach an upside down, for example. But, like, I really wish they would have done, like, these three earlier rather than, like, fucking Love and Life, Enough Time, and Just Wait. Which I, I did not like any of those songs, I don't think. I don't remember Just Wait in the least. What was Just Wait? Oh, that was the Jimmy song. Yeah, the yeah. one that was just like, I don't have enough time. Yeah, right. Yeah, the give same. Me, give fucking... me five minutes, please. I mean, we needed a love and life or a one night. We didn't need them both, and we didn't need them in a row. <laughs> Especially. I'm <not>. loving nights. <laughs> I got one life. 
Um, Mix them together. Yeah, but like none of these have been fantastic. Too old has been the standout to me. This album, you know, I feel like <laughs> the look Emma's giving me, listeners. Um, God, I don't know. too old, man. I that just didn't. I don't want to shit on it more, but like because we shat on it enough at the on the actual episode. But goddamn, like everything about this album is one way, except for too old, which is like you know all that stuff I'm saying, all that like emotionally complex like dense stuff all those, yeah. those like, deep feelings i'm having about my life and the world and my place in it nope it, actually fuck you it makes the whole rest of the album seem insincere by 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 just yeah. proxy to it i don't know yeah it's it fucking sucks see, i don't get see, what i don't get is like sure this is a meditation on your 50s we've right. hit it a million times but like it, and i get that the your life is a complex thing and you can have different opinions about a lot of things but as an artistic, it's like if you made a painting, like a, a landscape, and then put like a little fucking dildo dragon in it, like in just like one little corner, like a little little fucking dragon, like just jerking off, like in a cartoon style, like completely different from the from the actual like beautiful landscape uh-huh. you put. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know, I don't know, like for, what with the artistic merit of putting too old in, like release it as a fucking B side or something. That would have been great. I do wonder. There are two B sides to this album that are available only on the vinyl, and boy oh boy, are they fucking impossible to track down right now. I'm trying so that we can. Give them a listen when we do the album wrap up. Sure. But I'm just curious if they could have been slotted in, if they were at all useful or because uh, unless they are fucking Jim's grindcore noise, uh, project, uh, what was the reason for not putting them on this album other than too old? You know what I mean? Like, do they? Th- do you think they thought too old was going to be like a not a hit? Because I, I'm sure I don't think they think they're going to have any hits. But do you think like it would yes. find traction with people? They put a video, a, a, a Goopta video, but a video out for <laughs> Goopta. It. You know what I mean? They they knew that see the tower wasn't going to be a hit. There was no video for that. But like they took the time to at least commission a fiver for <laughs> <laughs> fucking too old, which is wild. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's the only one with a with a actual video, right? That isn't like a concert video or a lyric. No, video. we have. Uh, one, oh shit! Yeah, one night, the, yeah. One the, night has a full on like skate, a whole fucking. Production. I mean, someone someone directed it. There were yeah. actors and yeah. shit. Like so, that's the that's the one they thought, yeah, right? I'm just I'm just pissing time or whatever that guy says on the bench to, <laughs> to the just woman. pissing time. <laughs> Um, wow, we, we, I think we've talked more about Too Old than we have about Wake Up at this point. So, Jim's voice hasn't faltered at all. No, Jim's voice is... He sounds great. Yeah. He sounds like the Jimmy of my youth. He sounds like the Jimmy of four years ago when we started this. (laughs) Yeah, 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 to be fair. Um, Wake Up, I'm Coming Up is such a threatening vibe (laughs) for a fucking opening line. (laughs) Like, wake up, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. To beat your ass. <laughs> Wake up, I'm coming up. Did you get through the night? Yeah, it, the lyrics are, like I said, I never would have gotten the theme. It's an element of the song. Um, but the, it is, it's a sweet, sad song if we're talking lyrically. I do like some of the specific, specificity of the lyrics, right? Yeah. Lemon or mint, whatever's kicking around. How about we go downstairs, put the kettle on, lemon on mint, whatever's kicking around. I thought that was cute. Okay, so the when I thought it was his partner, or his dad, is, which, who it's actually about, who's taking care of a sick, a sick, or who is sick and is taking care, taking of-, care of a, his partner... Like, so 
the the what Jim does is he goes to this person's house, this caregiver's house, who is in a in a rough way. Yeah. Wakes them up. Yeah. Makes them go downstairs. <laughs> makes them drink tea. That's true. And then they he's like, "How about we go out and skip some rocks on the fucking lake?" And he's like, oh, "Come on, man. I just want to sleep." <laughs> like that's true. It is never nice to say wake up to someone and not have something important to do like, afterwards. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's like, oh man, you do so much work around the house. How about I uh, wake you up and make you do <laughs> make you do a bunch of stuff with me? That is very funny. Now he's like, because the song's about. He's like, I want the song to be about shouldering the burden. What burden are you shouldering, Jim? Wake up. I'm coming up to carry the load today. Okay, then, why did you wake me up? <laughs> I just wanted to wake you up to tell you how good of a job I'm doing. <laughs> is that okay? Yeah, wake up. Come on, come downstairs. We have to get some tea. You want to go for a walk? <laughs> no, let me sleep, please. I thought you were coming home to take care of your mom. Although the first lyric is, wake up, I'm coming up. Did you get through the night? So the night is over. It's over. I want to wake up my dad, my poor sick dad, to make sure he's not dead. Really, he doesn't. He's not wake. He's holding his a mirror over his dad's face just to make sure he's still breathing. <laughs> the room to start to spin. The walls go upside down. So like his dad is a heavy drinker. I don't know. Sure. Oh, night. He's quill tripping or whatever that is. The night oh, where he's robo uh, robo tripping. Ro- robo tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what's happening here. He's drinking that perp, sipping that lean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um. Yeah, what a strange, you're right, now that you mention it, it is a strange, strange call to make, is wake up, do things with me, because... Yeah, I wonder how many more activities Jim had to cut, because he was putting too many words in. <laughs> wake up, we're going to Dave and Buster's, <laughs> I gotta buy 25, get 25 off coupon. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, it is, it, you're right, totally similar to, like, just wait, right? Like, mm-hmm. having, spending time with this person, it's... You know, uh, the through line of their lives at this point are bummers, which is to say, I'm realizing how important these people are in my life because everyone is getting old or dying or yeah, <laughs> because we're 50. Also, they're being they're, they're more mature people, I think. And I think they're in a position emotionally and you know intellectually and spiritually that they can start to, like, recognize how what good they have it. And I don't think I think they're they've pushed beyond their fame and they're not they don't feel like they're hustling anymore. Sure. Like, sure. fuck you guys. We're just a fucking jam band. Who cares? Oh, if only they were a jam band. That'd be fun to go see them fucking like rock out on Pinch Me for like a half hour version of Pinch <laughs> Me. Wouldn't that be a delight? If they were a jam yes, band? Yes. When Ed does his fourth rap breakdown. That would be so cool. Pinch Me, Grinch Me, Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, musically guitar work sounds great ty is oh, yeah. pulling some heavy fucking six eight time yeah, like, oh i like that i yeah, like that a lot. like the arpeggiated around. guitar was really really nice beautiful yeah uh, there's also that low dude voice that's just talking when they're singing because like jim's like wake up and like, wake up i'm coming <laughs> like, just like the fucking devil <laughs> who do you think it was do you think it was satan no it's probably ed okay or it's probably um mephistopheles okay so either ed or archduke of the eighth layer sure Medphistopheles? Is Med- that anything? Medphistopheles. Okay. Medphistopheles? <laughs> Medjimstopheles? Um, How far can I get away from Mephistopheles where it's still a rec- recognizable as Mephistopheles? If I say Medjimstopheles... As long as you add Opheles at the end... Okay, Opheles probably... is the important part. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, like David Buster Offleys. Oh, uh, see, I recognize yeah. that you're right. Um, 
I, I swear to God I can hear Jim breathing throughout the song. Maybe it's just the headphones that I was wearing were really, really good, and they picked up that shit. But there, I mean, I don't. I know that the mics always pick up breathing, yeah. and I don't usually hear it very often, except when I do, and then I can't hear anything but that sure. in a song. Like when some some person singing and <gasps> like a big like because like they're they're just belting it and they do like a big breathe and sure. I, like and then I can't hear that so I have to turn the music off for like an hour until my brain like oh my figures it out again. Sure, you got to reset yourself. Yeah, yeah. do they hit the switch? It does happen with me a lot in these songs where I will pick up a uh, uh, a little piccadillo and then I'll be like, oh well, that's all I can hear now when I re-listen to the song a hundred times. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Piccadillo is a fun word. Piccadillo is that that might use offices. <laughs> Piccadillopolis. Peccadillo, isn't it? Peccadillo. Yeah, I'm thinking Piccadilly Circus. Piccadilly Circus. That's for you, Thomas Bird. I think is he a UK guy? I think he is. We only have seven listeners. It's okay. fine. I like to call him up by name. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Darnan. Hope this is a good <laughs> one. Uh, Bud, what else do you have to say about Wake Up? That's the, where my notes end on Wake Up. Um, let me see if I got anything else. Uh, I mean, I wondered what Anna was doing. I liked the uh, uh, awesome variation, the harmonies, Jim, Jim, where Jim goes up instead of down. Like sometimes he's like, wake, wake up, I'm coming in. in. Yeah, okay. I did like that. Wake up, I'm... Every time, like he vary, he varies it a little bit. Wake up, I'm coming up, bringing my pickup truck. Let's get on down to the lake. Maybe there's a I'm like Ed in the next song, which he's, I hated. He's a scat man. I mean, he's so he used is to a scout man. That's sort of his doo doo doo. Yeah, I mean, this this song has a bunch of doo doo. And it like has a bunch of doo doos, and there's like a very very nice like sort of seventies vibe to those. Yeah, like a sunny and chair, like a doo doo doo. For sure, I can um, see that. And then at the end, there's that like angels breaking into the church rumble. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> like the. <laughs> I don't think I clocked it. But we're gonna hear it right here. Oh, yeah, that's scary. So, yeah, um, yeah I listened to it at 1.5 speed. A little jammier. Um, it was, it's nice. Like, one point, I think 1.5 is a little too much. 1.25 is better. Okay. Uh, drum speed up, really jammy. Yeah. So, like, he's like, already yeah. like, he's going. He's, this song is not a fast song, but Ty is kind of doing double time on the drums to make it sound a little more lively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't imagine doing it at 1.5 speed. The drums must be just... Too much. Volcanic. Volcanic. <laughs> Is that anything? Volcanic. I like to listen to a lo-fi beats to study to at 1.5 speed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because you are <laughs> mentally ill. Like, I'm trying to think of the only reason you would do that. Because you are not, you don't want to be alone in your brain ever. Um, don't want to be made to think my own thoughts. Give me other thoughts to think. Ebo, that's it, right? Yeah, I think I've got, that's pretty much it. All I mean, right. You said you had a lot more on this song than I did. I did. <laughs> we talked for How long have we talked time? for? 50, 53 minutes? It's half an hour. Oh, no. That's fine. Let's do some shorties this week. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, do you want to tell me what vampire movie this yeah, song is about? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. We're going to clock in on an hour 10 when it's all said. Yeah, I mean, it's all, when it's all been done. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. Because I usually take 45 minutes to do my vampire read. Well, yeah. Then... Boy, editing those are fun. I can just turn my brain off as long as we don't uh, drop any racial slurs. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to edit anything and you're just talking. It's fine. It's, okay. It's, this is my lo-fi beats to study, too. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. My voice here. This, of course, is about the 2023 movie. Renfield. Oh, wow, a new one. Yeah. What's this movie out when they wrote this album? I mean, 
everyone knows that the BNL boys get screeners okay. of everything. Sure. And Renfield's been in the hopper since like 2018. It got delayed from COVID. Yeah. It got yeah, delayed. Yep, yep, yep. That's why yep. Nick Cage, Nick Cage looks is like a personal friend of Nick old. Cregan. Oh! Fifth Cregan. Fifth Cregan brother. Okay, got it. So this is uh, starring Nicholas Holt, obviously Ben Schwartz, Aquafina, Shora Agadashlu. Did you say Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Nicholas Holt. Is it Nicholas Cage? And Nicholas Cage. Who's Nicholas Holt? Renfield. The eponymous Renfield. I thought Ben Schwartz was Renfield. No, Ben Schwartz is like um Is a he fucking... a minor character? No, he's a major character. He's like a um sort of like a Lucy like an idiotic uh younger son of like a crime boss. <laughs> oh, okay. He's great. He's my favorite character. Nicholas Holt. There he is. Yeah. He's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't lie. And then I left Nick Cage for last because you know, like the you end up and featuring Nick Cage. Okay. Oh, he was in the menu. That's where I know this guy yeah, from. Yeah. I love the menu. All right, go ahead. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know. Oh, he was Beast in the X-Men franchise. Yes, thank you. Okay, keep go ahead. All right, well, I'll just oh, cro- was in warm I'll just cross those notes <laughs> off. You're welcome. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. So, early 20th century, uh Renfield goes over, meets Dracula. He's uh-huh. a lawyer hoping to broker a land deal. Drac brokers the deal, of course, uh, brokers a deal of his own and makes Renfield his familiar, which is kind of like a, um, imagine like Captain America, like a slightly tuned down Captain America, but to make the super soldier serum activate, he has to eat a bug. Oh, that's it. I didn't realize that's why my only exposure to Renfield, I did read Dracula, but none of it really sunk in. My only exposure to Renfield that I remember is uh, the guy from the Mr. Bean movie playing him in rowan atkinson nope the other guy the dad who's very put upon who works at the art museum oh yeah plays renfield in the uh leslie nielsen's uh dracula dead and loving i think he would he'd probably do a good job he was good yeah it wasn't a funny movie or good or interesting but uh but yeah he did a great job in it he was (laughs) wonderful (laughs) did the best with his props props to the guy whose name we can't remember (laughs) who cares he's dead So, um, after numerous close calls with uh, hunters, uh, so it starts with Dracula, and you learn that Dracula, ways Dracula can actually be, like, not killed, but, like, taken taken out. So, Dracula, like, gets captured in, like, a fucking pentagram, and then they, like, set him on fire, and he, like, flies around, and then, so he has to, so this is, like, after after the most recent close call, so Dracula is basically in the basement of some, like, hospital now, like, abandoned hospital, and drinking a ton of, like, shitty blood. Because he's like burnt and slowly reconstructing himself. And it's like uh, they uh, move to New Orleans. Okay. Modern day. Oh, 2023. 2023. Okay. And so as Dracula reconstructs himself. Well, so they're sort of of pushing like the toxic relationship angle where Dracula is controlling. And obviously. So Renfield goes to like a self-help group uh, for people who are in toxic relationships. And is starting to like work through his trauma. Because he's got a lot of extra time now. Because Dracula is, you know, not really alive at this point. Um, Dracula wants more blood. Dracula wants to like, you know, re re get all the blo- get all this blood. And Renfield's like ah, coming to like this sort of breakthrough in group where he's like, I'm I might be a bad guy. Uh-huh. Like I'm I'm like catching and killing, like bringing people to Dracula to kill. So he's like, you know what? I'm only gonna kill bad people. Now. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's a superhero movie. Well, he tries to do that. So okay. he's like listening, and there's this woman in a group, and she's like my ex is abusive he's done x y and z he sells drugs he does this and that and renfield's like that's my guy okay that's my guy so he goes after gets this guy he's like, gonna bring this guy back to dracula the guy is in the middle of a drug deal with lobo who is played by ben schwartz the wolf lobo <laughs> what a great character yeah. so yeah he's like this uh i don't know he's like this cocky piece of shit uh 
crime boss son who, you know, has never had to have responsibility for any action in his life. So, um, he, go- so Renfield goes in after this guy, um, and, uh, it's a drug deal going down. Uh, basically they try to kill Renfield, but Renfield eats a bug and then beats the shit out of all these assassins and whatnot. Is this a established piece of Renfield lore? No. That eating bugs gives him superpowers? I mean, powers? he eats bugs. I knew that. Right? But I don't think it gives him superpowers. Okay, gotcha. It's never really, like, it's never really explained what Renfield's, like, deal is. I think okay. in the books, like, he's just a familiar, right? So I think he lives a little bit longer okay. and becomes sort of a ghoul of sorts, but I don't think he actually ever has any strength or anything like that okay this movie was very sort of like just like this song the movie is sort of like takes a lot of different tacks okay and none of them really work well together they all work well on their own like it's like an action movie slash horror movie slash comedy like okay they were just trying to they were just trying to hit all those um all those uh buttons but they just didn't quite sure. do it so uh terry lobo drives off um flees the scene right okay. as assassins are being killed drives through a there's a drunk checkpoint manned by none other than aquafina and uh, he tries to run through it and ends up smashing into a bunch of shit. And oh. so she, being a, she's a good cop. Oh, I mean, all cop, a cab. All cops are good. All Aquafinas are <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, but she's a good cop. Her dad was killed by the fucking crime family because okay. he was a good cop and wouldn't be sure. corrupt. And her sister is an FBI agent who just oh. is like, you need to chill your fucking role. Like, stop going after these like crime sure. guys. They're gonna kill you just like they killed dad. But she won't do that. So she puts Terry Lobo in jail. Um and uh he gets out pretty pretty quickly uh and uh is really angry because he's a piece of shit and he's like i'm gonna kill i'm gonna kill this bitch okay. so he gets together a group of like assassins um well, not assassins but like thugs and they wear wolf masks and they go into like a new orleans speakeasy where aquafina is like drinking away her time um and uh renfield is also there and uh because they've had sort of a meat cute uh okay. at this at this restaurant because renfield is going there to get more bad people for dracula to eat um and in the middle of meet cute these guys attempt on aquafina's life she and uh renfield go fucking ape shit because he eats another bug um and uh basically beats the shit out of these guys terry's mom gets involved this is shirag agadashlu of uh the expanse fame does it ever play the popeyes thing when he eats a bug yeah it always does that it always does that every single time every single time and he goes the famous popeye phrase so anyway, long story short, uh, Renfield gets involved with this, like, fighting this crime family. The crime family keeps trying to go after Aquafina. Dracula at one point wakes up and is starting, like, uh, Renfield has, like, sort of gotten his own apartment. It's, like, trying to put his life together. And Dracula goes and cracks the whip and, like, makes Renfield come back. Okay. Um, then Renfield goes off the reservation and Dracula basically makes a deal with the crime family where he turns, like, the every fucking all, he turns Terry into a vampire. Okay. And uh, Shora is also there, too. But, um, so, uh, they also turn, uh, Aquafina's sister into a vampire to try and get Aquafina and Renfield to come to this place. And it does. So basically, uh, Aquafina or Renfield fights Terry Lobo, beats the shit out of him, um, kills Teddy. Aquafina confronts Dracula and, uh, he's like, only your blood can save her sister. So she tricks him and opens the fucking window, sunlight, traps him in a magic circle, Renfield and and then uh, I think my favorite part of the movie is like Dracula's trapped and he can't be killed. So what they do is they there's like this they're in this like torture chamber or something. So they just like beat him. Oh, <laughs> they like, beat him t- to death and like uh, uh, dismember him. And uh, so like they just beat him to pieces, literally to pieces. And he's still alive. So they uh, put him in concrete and scatter them in the sewers. Um, and that's it. And then uh, Dracula uses a 
Renfield uses his, uh, at one point, Dracula kills all of Renfield's self-help group people, and Renfield uses Dracula's blood to, like, revive them all. Cool. That's the end of the movie. So. Did you like it? I had friends who said they hated it. I didn't hate it. I okay. think I went to see it with a uh, friend of the pod, C's Richards, and okay. friend of the pod, Emma Muir. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I think we had an okay time. Like, okay. Would I watch it again? Probably not. If I were like drinking and somebody wanted to see it, yeah, sure, I'd watch it again. But I'm not going to go for it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't offensively bad to me. Okay. I, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but okay. yeah, I think it was just kind of muddled. All right. Like this song. Oh, okay. I mean, the song was muddled, but so I... Jim could have made a good song, but he made the song muddled based on his interpretation yes, of the movie. Yes, Renfield. Yes, because... Wow. Good on you, Jim. So... I mean, it's it's a meditation not only on who helps the helpers, but like recognizing your own worth, because that's basically what Jim is doing here. He's saying, I could be a helper. Sure. So Ren, this is a, as Renfield recognizes his own self-worth and sees his way out of a codependent relationship with a controlling partner. So is Jim symbolically doing that sure. by helping out the, the person who raised him. Sure. So this is a more healthier way of doing it, I suppose. Okay, interesting. Um, and obviously, Wake Up, I'm Coming Up, that's a reference to, you know, fucking Dracula and Dracula's Familiar. Sure. Right? Yeah. Coming like, up. I'm c- out coming of there. there. Out of the tomb. Tombs. Out of the grave. Yes, thank you. So, um, this is, the song is mostly about, like, Renfield dealing with, like, unresolved issues between him and Dracula, but it also kind of slips into Dracula's POV on occasion. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know, the Wake Up, put the, put the kettle on lemon or, lemon or mint is obviously a reference to the question of mortal blood. Um, sure. So like lemon being like the sort of salty, nasty blood, and mint being like the the more the 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 good the good blood. Do you, is that how you view tea? Yeah. Lemon bad, mint good. I don't like lemon tea. I don't like fruit teas. Oh, okay. Personally, okay. So he also grabbed a little bit of your POV for this song. Well, I mean, I feel like my opinion is the one <laughs> that like, I mean, using the general like, consensus, 1910s version of Dracula. I mean, couldn't these be like? too different because the blood of you know different races probably to the people of the dracula story so lemon tea is gross and mint is great everyone knows okay great so that's it um so this is like the relationship that renfield wishes he had with dracula the song the idealized relationship like where dracula is sort of a nurturing caregiver right who like what, what do we do when Dracula's not around? Like, sure. what's the familiar do when Dracula's not around? That sort of thing. Sure. So, like, and the storm's out of sight. Like, uh, at the end of the movie, they beat Dracula to literally pieces. Okay, so. cool. Is there any, like, do we see, like, a finger twitch inside the concrete at the end of the movie? I think you see, like, Dracula's face being, like, put into concrete. Because there's, like, a piece of Nick Cage's face getting put into oh, concrete. that's cool. Does and it, it, it was, scowl? I think it's, it's not even, like, his mouth. It's just, like, his nose and, like, one eye. And you see it blink or something or glare. I don't know. Love that. Nick, I think Nick Cage does a pretty good job. Um, I, what what was enjoyable is the credits um i think they they like gussy nick cage up and he pretends to be dracula in a bunch of different like semi-famous dracula movies like you see him in black and white you oh, see him in like fun. technicolor so it was pretty fun yeah i, I love mean, that it, it had a lot of good ideas renfield I, I know that it does not require saying but man oh man nick cage just has zero uh quality filter just none mm-hmm. right like he's in some of the best movies i've ever seen and he's in like, I watched The Retirement Plan last year. Okay. What a just piece of shit movie. What, like, just a direct-to-video fucking, what like, he, garbage ass. Doesn't he, like, perpetually need money? That's what I've heard. Did you hear the story how he had he's quit movie acting? He's done movie acting. Now. Oh, what's he do? Well, his son showed him Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And he was like, well, 
you can do this with TV now. <laughs> and so he just wants to be a TV guy from now on. Oh, man. He's going to be in 14 seasons of CSI <laughs> New Orleans. Because he saw Breaking Bad. He was like, what the fuck? TV is it's not the honeymooners anymore. <laughs> like, he was just blown away. Nick Cage is like Dracula. He kind <laughs> of. He's stuck very much in the past. The thing is, like, when you get Nick Cage, like, you never know. There's like a... 20% chance you're getting balls to the wall like insane Nick Cage. And there's an 80% chance you're just getting a guy who's not going to read his lines. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like, just like workman Nick Cage, like, pay me scale. Yeah, I think rolling that D5 is kind of worth it sometimes. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I mean, he gets like, yeah, I mean, one of every five Nick Cage movies is like fucking solid. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Um, yeah, man, the year he did Pig and Willy's Wonderland, he dominated my top five charts. Did he also do the uh, um, Colorado Space that year, too? That was, uh, that was oh, good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Wait, color. Was... Yeah, he did Color Out of Space. I forgot. I was confusing it with Mandy, which is also a weird horror movie. Yeah. Uh, man, what a weirdo! What a fucking weirdo! Um, cool, great, love it. You're Thank you for your. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think it's about time we rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. Ev, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where do you rate this song? I did it. I usually get worse and worse at that part. This time I nailed it. I'm so happy for thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy for we're you. We're just, we're uplifting each other this episode. Yeah, yeah. I really liked your vampire read. Well, thank you. I thought you did a great job with I it. I liked how much you liked it. Oh, thank you. I liked how you did all the uh, the introductions of everything uh, without stumbling or flubbing oh, or missing you. a word. Thank you. You know, sometimes it's hard to be kind of the, the taskmaster, the timekeeper, but you know, it's, it's, you know, you do a great job just sort of filling in those gaps. You know, we need the sand between the pebbles. We do. We do. And I think that like you... Being the <laughs> Stop. Okay. What if I can rate this song? The year is twenty twenty four. Okay. My friend Saker, very sick. Oh no. Very sick. Uh, one of my closest <laughs> friends. <laughs> it's this year. I don't want that to happen. What do I have? Uh fucking the, you've got the galloping trots. Okay. <laughs> That's just diarrhea. <laughs> Alright, but go ahead. Shit your brain out. Uh I'm there. I'm uh you know, it's got. A, I got my. I got my mask on because it's not safe to be around you. Uh, I got my gloves on, but um, also the thing about the galloping trots is if you're wearing any fabric, uh, the the particles, the shit particles, the air, the shit particles that are aerating, yeah, uh, will get will infiltrate that. Right. So you got to wear like, I got to wear a trash bag. Okay. I got to wear a trash bag just around my my crotch, uh, just wrapped around my crotch, and then like. You know, and uh, also the thing about galloping trots is it cannot be transmitted through skin-to-skin contact. Oh, nice. Okay. The only way it can be transmitted is by fabric. By clothing-to-skin <laughs> clothing contact. Clothing okay. Contact. Gotcha. So you're pretty naked. Okay. You're in your bed. You're in your, with your rubber sheets. They let uh, me wear clothes? No. You're oh, naked. you said I'm pretty naked. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay, pretty naked. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing like a... Um, a diaper i'm wearing rubber underwear the rubber. rubber underwear they allow me to wear okay yeah, with a little like a funnel that comes out the butt okay just so because you know we don't want that aerating yeah constantly just moving those galloping <laughs> trots are rough oh yeah. well, they make it makes you it makes you fucking <laughs> dance too what's that like the tarantella or whatever the fucking uh, oh yeah dancing the, disease the yeah. dancing disease yeah so it's like dancing and shitting uh-huh and you're like uncontrollably uh-huh. uh, both of both of those so i have to get make it to your liquids I gotta get you your solids. Uh-huh. I gotta get you your. What happened to my partner? Midlands. <laughs> is she dead? Oh, she's real sick. Okay, all right. You're helping both of us. Thank you. Yeah. And we can't go to the hospital. <laughs> Impossible. Well, no, they won't let you in. Oh, sure. wow! The galloping trots are that bad that they just. Well, they have to replace all of their. They have to replace all of your bla- all the blankets and everything in the hospital. Like it's just you can't even quarantine. What happened to Hippolyta's serum? <laughs> Hippolyta's serum, the Amazon queen. 
Yep. The, the one that makes you grow breasts. What's one breast and then really good at bowmanship what's or bowwomanship. What's the thing where doctors have to help you? Hippocrates, the Hippocratic yeah. Oath. <laughs> All right. No, the Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Oh, that's true. They don't have to help you. They just can't what? hurt. They just don't want to hurt you. <laughs> don't hurt people. And that's the thing about galloping trots is the more you know, the less good you are at dealing with oh, it. Oh, it's sort of a Rocco's Basilisk. It's a, it's a, it's Rococo's Masculisk. <laughs> is it Rococo? No, it's, no, it's not Rococo. Okay. That's how Grimes and Elon Musk met. Why did I just say Rocco's Basilisk on the air? What a fucking idiot I am. Why? Because now more people know about it. I, that's my job. Is to perpetuate it. There you go. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Well, I'm not an idiot. I'm going to save myself. Rock, Rocco, I love you. Basilisk, <laughs> Rocco, I love you. You're Rocco's modern life. <laughs> All right, sorry. So, you're taking care of me. Yeah. So, I've got my trash bags on. I've got my rubber gloves. And uh, I'm there just to... Who watches... Who shits the shitsman? Thank it's you, me buddy. taking care of you. I thought this was a pretty good song. I got a, uh, I got a plastic diaper on. Got my rubber gloves. Okay. Like, it's like I'm ready for some sort of, like, shit play. Okay. That's how you gotta, that's how you gotta dress when you deal with the galloping trots. Okay. Okay interesting mask you gotta wear a mask to ship plane i feel like you would waterboard yourself wearing a mask to ship plane. i gotta shave i gotta shave off all my hair and uh oh body no hair. your hair is considered a fabric yeah of course it is obviously <laughs> don't look at me like that don't get angry at me i'm covered in like that like i basically look like a war boy uh-huh. from the uh-huh. 2016 uh-huh. mad max uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. above thunderdome uh-huh. Fury. above thunderdome this one takes place in heaven Fury. <laughs> yeah okay cool uh well i don't need to do anything because my hair is already gone at this point because as you could see ev oh jesus christ buddy (laughs) right after we did that episode uh my friend our friend alex who i didn't even know still listened to the podcast alex alex messaged me and was like hey can i give you some tips for longer stronger hair and i said yes friend please do and they gave me a bunch of really great tippos oh good um can you share a few or are are they like secret uh, biotin Take biotin every morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, nioxin shampoo and conditioner. Very expensive, but they claim it's foolproof, okay. bulletproof. Okay. Uh, they also said to get a silk pillowcase and braid my hair every night before I go to bed, but I doubt I will do that. Wow. I don't think braiding, and they even said it's probably not necessary for you, but silk pillowcase, I feel like I would be uncomfortable on a silk get pillowcase. Get your partner to put their hands in your hair and then just pull, pull. <laughs> rip it tightly all night. Just pull because it, it, it's pulls it pulls it out of the follicle sure, so it gets sure. longer yeah oh yeah and then you know like it's like working out working out your muscle you got to tear it you got to tear it to make it stronger that's how hair works the more times you pull it out <laughs> the harder and stronger it grows soon my hair will be like hemp and rope if i just keep pulling it out that's right but it'll never fall out that's correct this song uh I'm sick. I'm in bed. Uh-huh. I have on a rubber diaper with a big old funnel in my asshole. And I'm wearing these rubber gloves just so I can gently cup the face of my friend Evan as he comes to take care of me. Um, but I think this might be the first time where I am simpatico with you. I think that it sounds right that I'm in a rubber diaper, rubber gloves, wearing a mask, uh, maybe a little bit trash baggy because I don't want to... I want to hide my shame around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just poop particles all over my chest that I Happens. need to cover up. Um, this is a fine song. You know, we're giving this songs on this album a lot of leeway because there's mm-hmm. a lot of shit on this album. Um, and I think this one is good. I don't think there's much wrong with it. Agreed. <laughs> Compared to other like, songs? Yeah. As uh, comparing this to the greater song body, body of music, yeah. <laughs> the Bare Naked Ladies, this is fine Boy, comparing it to all music everywhere bad <laughs> comparing it to like this album 
fucking great. Great. This yeah. is like a solid like eight point five, nine out of ten. Yeah. I know we don't use that scale, but I am. I would say I'm eighty five percent to ninety percent naked. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A bare naked ladies podcast. Hey Evan, what's your what's your evil twin like? Wow, what a great question. Well, you're already jumping to the assumption that I'm not the evil twin, right? You're not. Are you making your hair real strong right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you have, have thick good, hair. You have a good pull. Yeah, it's going. I'm I'm losing a little bit up front, but yeah. you know, I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. You're it's it's I got a teeny, teeny little bit of receding, but yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. much. No, not at all. Yeah. And you're you're an old man, and you still have a lot of hair. No. Damn. Well, you dude. want some? I wouldn't mind it. Should I, should I mix some of your mine into yours? Can you do hair plugs based on someone else's? Based on a hair by Evan Dickett. Well, you can do like I know that they're like the the wigs you can get of other people's hair. So why can't I... I guess you could locks for love me. Yeah, you could like... Well, there's like the hair transplants, right? Where you get like hair from your ass. <laughs> is that something? <laughs> is that really what it is? You get pubes on your head? Do you get pubes on your head? I don't is think... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Hair transplant. Yeah. Uh, my evil twin. Uh, my evil twin hates potatoes. Loves steak and shrimp. Uh, wants to... Find the grail. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh. I have no desire for that. Yeah. Are they just the opposite of me? I don't know. Freakus Red Nizella? That's why I'm asking you. Okay. They're wearing a blue shirt <laughs> that talks about the op Smash Mouth, the opposite band of bare naked ladies. The hunters. They're wearing long sleeves uh, instead of uh, short sleeves. They don't need glasses. They love to go outside and take long hikes in the wilderness. They like to sleep out there. They are campers. They hate electricity. <laughs> they want to constantly kill themselves. <laughs> hate breathing. Hate water and swallowing it how evil is an evil twin they eat only through suppositories and vomit up <laughs> the reason we don't have evil twins is because i think everyone has some small desire to live so evil twins immediately off themselves okay so evil twins aren't the opposite of you right they're just you but evil like bad yeah well what does what does evil saker get up to what does he get up to so he's like me but he's bad right so he's a fucking predator I mean, if he's a teacher, oh. he's a, a real Alex Rye. He's a real know. Alex Rye from the 2008 series American Gladiators. <laughs> um, oh, we're going to get, like, death threats now <laughs> from, like, the, the Rye stands. <laughs> rye stands. I mean, yeah, if he's me but bad, if I were a bad person and I had the, the responsibilities that I do... Then yeah, I mean I don't want to talk about this. It's a horrible thing right. to think about. Okay, so talk about. how about this? What's your evil Knievel twin like? Oh shit! Now we're on to something. <laughs> Driving down the freeway, playing Marvel Snap, <laughs> 99 miles an hour. Um, uh, what? Well, what's like me but dangerous? Now we're on to something. So you got those like uh the the, the wheels that make your car the the. The cargo up and down, the yeah. jumpy things, but you're doing that at 95 miles yes, an hour yes. down the speed. Yes, just kinetic energy <laughs> yeah. making me fucking. 2D6 shows we get a lot more wild because already. You bring a loaded gun. I bring a loaded gun. I bring a jar of acid. I bring a spike pit. I dig a spike pit wherever we're going to have a show, and I like to jump back and forth yeah. over it while to, I sing. I'm going to need to see the venue 24 hours in advance. <laughs> you show up with a bunch of heavy equipment. <laughs> a caterpillar. Uh, what's Evil Evan? Evil, Evelyn. Evil Evan or Evelyn. Evil Can Evil Evan? Evan. Uh, well, give me a taste of Evil Evan. I feel like Evil Evan is just a manipulative sociopath. Okay. Because I don't know. I feel like I, I have a... You're a silver tongue guy. 
Yeah, I feel like I can. I genuinely get my way in most things. Sure. So yeah, I feel like Evil Evan has taken the, all the promotions and now is like mid a middle manager. Sure. And just ruthlessly takes advantage of his underlings. Sure. And uh, um, which he calls them underlings. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know exploits his friendships for personal gain. Okay. Sort of thing. What could you get out of me? What could I free two D six shows? You don't. I, you could easily have free two D six. I know. Shows. I could get them out of you. Oh, okay. That's what fair. Can I get out of you? Um. Oh, jeez. We wouldn't be friends. I yeah. have nothing to give you. Well, if I you're don't... an evil Evan. No, see, see, what what you are is you're a you're a social center, right? So if I befriend you and I keep you as a friend, sure. I get access to people who are you know yes out on the edges of your, sure, your social sure, sure. network. So you're yeah. a, you're a node for me. Okay, all right. So yeah, because there's a lot of people I can take wow. advantage of in your in your friend group. From chode to node. From chode to node. <laughs> the, nice. the the sacred <laughs> story. <laughs> all right, what's uh what's your evil Knievel self like? Mm. He only lives on the roof of houses. Okay, great. He likes he, he, he lives life fifty feet at a time at a forty-five degree angle. Oh wow! He only goes up. He's constantly got the Michael Jackson thriller shoes where he can <laughs> lean forward. Well, yeah, he only goes up and he can only be taken down. Okay, he only. Goes, it's like a, they um, call him Biff because he never has. No, there's a um, fucking my cousins. Uh, fucking my cousins. No, I, he's probably fucking my cousins who are all hot, but uh. He's a uh, one of my in my cousin's high school. Okay. One of the idiot farm boys did a prank where they let like a cow into the school, uh-huh. and cows can only go upstairs. Yeah, they don't like. They, did they have to kill the cow. No, they had to like li- get like the fucking fire truck and like lift it out of one of the top fucking things. So yeah, Incredible. that was that's that's what that's what evil Kenevan does. Okay, Evan can evil. Evan can can Evan. Uh-huh. Evan can Evan is good. Evan never Evan. Uh huh. Never have I Evan. Evan. Never have I Evan. <laughs> But yeah, he only goes up, and uh, you have to drag him down. Okay, wow. What a climber. What a social climber your evil twin is, and what a literal climber your... Yeah. He'll also give you a good twins. bite. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Good bite. That's his, that's his first move. You know who else will give you a good bite? Just a good kick-in-the-teeth bite? Who? That would be, of course... Cape Chronicles! <laughs> Into the Scooby-verse. Oh, you know Into the Scooby-verse... That's the podcast where Fiona and Roger talk about. Is that Fiona R.F. Kelly and Roger Corman? <laughs> it is Fiona R.F. Kelly and Roger Blevins from my elementary school talking about Scrooby Doobie. Blevins sounds like a made up last name. Blevins? It yeah. certainly does. Uh, let's just take, for example, I don't know, uh, the February 16th episode, Velma episodes three to four, and Mystery Inc. episodes one to six. Okay. Boy, they covered eight fucking episodes. Wow! And I don't know how long is this episode of. Uh, uh, the Scooby-Doo Mysteries. An hour 14. So an hour 14, that's 74 minutes divided by eight. That's less than 10 minutes. Gonna, it takes us an hour and a half to get through a three-minute slog. I know. I know. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. How the fuck they doing that? They they keep to the bullet points. Stick to the script, baby. They were like, Velma, episode, season two, episode three. Good. Velma, episode <laughs> So in this episode, Renfield, um, so there's this guy named Dracula, and uh, I half remember this episode I saw. Um, that's it. Watch Boobies Kazooby. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare-Naked <laughs> Ladies podcast. Now's the time when we oh, spin this wheel. Oh, wheel me. Wheel me out, baby. I got them gladiators. Before you go, go. There's a lot I would never, never do. do. It's some fantastic I know oh, it's, it's true. true. 
Change or improve the song slash characters slash etc. with the addition of fantasy and or science fiction elements. Okay. How about wake up? It's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Not horror though. Not horror. So this is something. Wake up! It's coming. So what is something that is science fictiony that is coming for you? Uh, is it the? I feel like it's the the, the um, techno virus. <laughs> so maybe it is a little sci-fi horror. The techno virus. Uh huh. The Omega virus. Uh huh. It turns you into a digital pile of ones and zeros. You get ooh, uploaded to the cloud ooh, and you ooh. never come back down. There was that show from the '80s called Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Do you remember that? That was on Saturday morning cartoons. I sure don't. Tell uh, me about Captain. It was like Power. a live-action show. Oh. Um, and I think they were. God. It was a half-hour live-action show, and it was I think it was only like half a season or maybe a season, and it starred a bunch of randos and the fucking big Swede who's in every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. And they wore like, um, like fucking Centurion outfits. Not Centurion. Centurion's the show, not Centurion, the Roman Legionnaire. Sure. But, um, and they had like special mech suits and stuff they would get in and shoot, but they were like, it was like the beginning of uh, um, computer animation, so uh, the premise is like, humanity went to war with the machines and the machines won and these are like the last freedom fighters and they would i don't i remember no plots of any of the shows even though i watched all of them uh-huh. uh but yeah i don't know what brought me up oh megavirus <laughs> sure. this is a captain power scenario it's uh it is interesting to call yourself a soldier of the future because that <laughs> shows a bit of reflection that i don't think that i would i would never say that i live in the future right now even though i most certainly do mm-hmm. right so for them to call, I don't know. That's just very strange. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski. Wrote, oh yeah, a Babylon, a Babylon Five fame of of this show. I wonder if it was a a, a big like an actual. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It there's they knew <laughs> oh, it was the last yeah. episode. Wow, Zarino. Um, damn. Well, that seems cool. And then he proposed a second season. Um, boy, I kind of want to watch this now. Do you want to watch an episode next time we get together? Oh yeah. Okay, they they fucking they wrote a whole second season and never produced it. But there's like scripts for each of the episodes. Well, I'm sure it was really expensive to produce because it was like fucking live action with actors and shit doing yeah. like robot stuff in and some- then a bunch of like animation. In September 2012, Ain't It Cool News announced that series creator Gary Goddard was in the process of reviving the series. Wow. But um, anyway, what got me onto this was. The way they killed people is they digitized them. Oh shit! They just shot them and they became like blippity blobs. Yeah, they like then... it, like it when you get shot, you get like a Photoshop filter on you for yeah. a second, and then you pixelate, and then you get sucked into like the computer. That sounds great. Okay, so that's so that's what's coming for us. Okay, fucking Starscream from the Transformers is going to digitize so, you. Wake up! We have to get into the Luddite basement before the Technovirus. Wake comes up! We us. have to go to the past to make sure this doesn't happen. Shit, soldiers of the past. Now there's something. Well, see, he's a soldier of the future coming to the past. Oh, interesting. That's, okay, that's the only way. Like that's the only way you could call yourself a soldier of the future, right? Yes. Is if you're, it's a like time travel and you're going. Sure. To the past. So this is a chosen one scenario. The soldier from the future is coming to the past to wake you up because you're the one who can stop the techno virus before it happens. Wake up, man! <laughs> you must throw kill, off your shackles. You must kill Elon Musk before. You must kill Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> you must blow up Godfather's pizza. <laughs> It's in order to save the... This is how mentally ill people think, I feel like. This is... um, Okay, we did it. Yeah, that's sci-fi. How about fantasy? fantasy? Okay, okay, okay. 
Warwick Davis comes to your <gasps> room and says, wake, wake up. up. Wake up. <laughs> was Warwick Davis ever in anything that wasn't sci-fi or fantasy? Did uh, he ever just have like a romantic uh, comedy role? I mean, he was in like the um, that show, that Ricky Gervais show. Uh, oh, uh, Extras? Sh- short, something short. I don't oh. know what it was called. Okay. But it was, like a, it was like a six or seven episode series. And he was... He played himself, but like a version of himself where he's just a real sure. piece of shit. Heightened, yeah, yeah. So, um, life's too short. I think is what it was called. Sure. Yeah. So you play that was that was hard to watch. I really love Warwick Davis, but it's a Ricky Gervais show, so it's just a bunch of awkward comedy that sure. is just pushing social boundaries, yeah, which yeah, is the, yeah. my least favorite type of comedy. Legit. And also, I think Ricky Gervais is just a genuinely so, bad person. It's weird that you like Eric Andre and Tim and Eric, and that's that's bizarre, though, right? Okay. That's bizarro. Okay. And sure. the and the thing is, but like, it is uncomfortable when it is Eric un- Andre goes out onto the street and fucking the, asks people to ranch up. Or my least favorite or, parts. Oh, okay. Is it? All yeah. right, got you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but it's bizarre. Anyway, Warwick Davis comes. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's as far as I got. Um, and he's a little guy. Uh, he tells you that Morgana Le Fay is going to mm-hmm. the uh, holy grail you're really you're really hitting these notes now the knights of the round table sir percival's looking for the holy grail you got to replace him because sir percival's got the galloping trots he got it from his horse blanket sure. he's too sick to go you've got to get the grail sure this is the sancte future. sangre the blood of christ well, we got to take you into the past so he the does the distant opposite past of but he and captain power get to your room at the same, same time. time so we're introducing fantasy and you gotta pick one yes you can't you have to save the future or save the, the past, past. <laughs> shit this is good okay now we're getting somewhere this is a short story this is a short story <laughs> all right great i'm gonna ask ai to write this later uh, and then submit it to what's one of your favorite sci-fi magazines oh please don't do that driscoll monthly ah oh, driscoll monthly <laughs> i gotta get my subscription renewed to driscoll monthly yeah you do they always have the nicest berries in their magazines yeah. take you take one berry and just <laughs> smash it right in the book it's a little adds a personal touch that is nice well we'll i hope we answered your question <laughs> Now it's time to take a question from our friends, our fans, our sexy little sluts. There they are. Now's the time to take a question from... This is a question from our friend. But if you want to send us more questions, you can. You can. Email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. We rarely ask for questions, but we always need them. Um, rarely know. ask. We might not continue the show after this who knows we'll see what happens yeah this might if be we don't end. get enough questions oh, oh it's all dependent <laughs> on you listeners we're blaming you um darnan asked a question hey darnan we chatted about earlier we only have a few listeners i have an interview on monday which song would hype me up the most which bnl song would hype up darnan the most what's he what are they interviewing for uh, let's say they are interviewing for a job as a dog wrangler dog on the set of, of? Air Buddies 9. Oh, no one says a dog can't be your best friend. Peppermint Bark is oh, what it's called. Coming out 2020, Christmas 2024. I can't wait. So Darden's wrangler. So we need an energetic puppy wrangler. Yeah. Puppy wrangling song. So an animal, animal adjacent. Uh-huh. So maybe maybe something from the Christmas album since it's peppermint bark and he's doing it for this. So what's one of the Green Christmas? Is that a pump up song? I don't remember any of the Christmas album songs. Wow. I don't think we've ever listened done the Christmas album. We've done a couple songs from it. Yeah, we have. I mean, I think that would be enough for you. <laughs> would it? I thought apparently not. No. Um all right. I'm well, all Christmas out, bud. What's another uh what's another I'm just trying to think of like hype anim- up song. BNL hype up. 
Oh, uh, when you need to get yourself fucking pumped. Internal dynamo. Internal dynamo. Internal dynamo. That is a pretty good pump. Uh, all right. Well, let me present this to you. Secondary question. M asks, which song should we listen to to curse Darnan's chances of getting this job? Ooh. What's a great song that casts a hex on your enemies as far as BNL songs are concerned? I mean, I, the easy the easy reach is any early gym song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I feel like there's some supernatural enemy enemy energy in a um not smile. What's the Kev song where the angels are entering the church? Everyone. Uh-huh. I guess uh, maybe Northern Lights or there's mystical energy in a lot of Kev songs. Oh, uh, what's the fucking Ben Gonzo song? Puppet. Oh, I'm a puppet. Uh, just a toy. Just a toy. Yeah, he can't get the job if he's a mannequin. That's right. <laughs> Let's Kim contrast dogs, him. Dogs will dogs will chew him up. That's true. What's a dog? A song to make dogs chew you. <laughs> What's a BNL song that makes dogs want to bite your ankles? Come on now, now. Uh, humor of the situation. That is about shit happening to you. So maybe humor the situation. So Darnin, your job. Listen to. Uh, what did we say? Internal Dynamo. Internal Dynamo. M, your job. Listen to humor of the situation while concentrating on Darnan. Just put all your thoughts and energy into Darnan. That's what I want you to do. Do you understand me, M? Yes. Okay, thank you. Oh, Ed answered. I accidentally called him on the phone. <laughs> uh, all right. Bye. Bye. Well, Ev, another one bites the dust. Sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them. Sometimes em. you just have to get through the day. Sometimes you ship and dip, sometimes you cruise them. Let's take a cruise together in 2024. Man. Let's get really flu sick on a cruise. I would love to do that. But? But? Your uh, kid will be old enough to watch my kid by this summer. Oh, yeah. I think. An eight-year-old, a seven-year-old watching a four-year-old, five-year-old? Well, yeah, five-year-old. He'll be five by then. That's only a two-year difference. That's good. That's good enough. Yeah. Maybe they'll have some romantic moments. Well, I'm going to be babysitting your kid in like two weeks. So yes. how about I just, we'll, we'll do a test run. Okay. I'll be like, all right, we'll just go to my house and I'll be like, okay, guys, I'm just going to be outside. <laughs> you guys are inside together. Okay. And okay. I'm just going to be tapping on the windows, looking in, breathing on the glass. I'm just trying to be spooky stuff. That's fun. Wearing a mask. Yeah. In a pig mask. But we really need, we need at least like six to eight hours to see if your kid can really do it. Yes. So be outside. It's from noon to seven. Yeah. With the children inside, Lord of the Fliesing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how long it would take for them to develop some sort of hierarchical uh, society where your kid is withholding food from my child <laughs> in order to get favors. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I your kid I... feels a little sociopathic, not a ton, but a l- I mean, all children are. Yeah. Yeah. And my just... kid does not have power in that scenario. No, no. Your Younger, kid... weaker. Yes. Yes. I wonder if my kid could beat up your kid. Now your kid's oh, pretty strong. No fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, my kid would fucking rule your kid. It's just true. to your age yeah, difference. That's pretty big. Uh, all right. Although so, I've seen your kid fucking Spider Man a wall. That's pretty impressive. Oh yeah. Yeah, he can climb. Yeah. Climb like a Dickens. Yeah. Climb like a Dickens. Yeah. Yeah, we do the we got a um I got a harness, so we go out to the like free wall at the park. Whoa. Kid free climbs there. Jesus Christ. What the Holy f- shit, you're getting a call? What the Who's f- it from? Who could- Answer it on the air. Can you okay. put it on speakerphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's from my mom. Are you put on a speaker? No. <laughs> ah, boo! Oh. All right. Uh, Ev, what do you have to promote this week? 
my new project which is derailed you gotta listen to fiona rf kelly and are you doing a cliff new grimbus a do, new uh, podcast uh, with fiona actual cliff? play podcast based on the game balder dash oh my god you're doing you did it up in the gurp system yep it's the balder <laughs> balder derps all right wow and the podcast is called mm. mommy's toes <laughs> Great. All right. Look for Mommy's Toes on the Project Derail Network 2024. <laughs> got anything to plug? Are you guys banking episodes now? Mm-hmm. We've got 400 episodes in the bank. They're all 18 minutes long. <laughs> Holy shit. I had an idea with my friend Derek. We had an idea to do a podcast called Gotchapod, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, a gotchapod machine. Yes. Yeah. You put your money in, you don't know what you're going to get coming mm-hmm. out, right? It's a five minute podcast that uploads on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. And the idea is. I, I taught the, the subject is never in the description of the episode and it's just something I'm interested in. And I talk for five minutes about it. We talk for five minutes about it and that's it. That's the episode. You get a little, a little token. You don't know what it's going to be every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but here it is and you can play with it. And then you can put it away on your shelf, throw it away. It's disposable. It's gotcha pod. That's fun, right? Yeah. You don't like it. Watch gotcha pod on YouTube. <laughs> Let's Twitch. start gotcha pod after this. Oh. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We could bank a hundred episodes but in an afternoon. I don't think I have like a hundred things I'm interested in to talk about for five minutes you, apiece. There's not a hundred. We could talk about Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I love Savannah, Georgia. I know you do. <laughs> we went there. We could talk about hot dogs. <gasps> I love hot dogs. <laughs> you, you can easily come up with a hundred things you like. And that's like 10 weeks worth of content. No, thanks. Okay, never mind. Uh, all right. Well. I'm going to do Gotcha Pod alone. I've gotten the pod experience, I think. Wow. So you don't need it anymore? I mean, I enjoy it. I still enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Momentum. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. (laughs) And we'll see you again in one one week. week.